Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. Recent milder temperatures have given way to more seasonal values to start February. Bruce Burnett is a weather crop specialist at G3 Canada. He says the cold temperatures come as a shock after recent record-breaking values in some portions of the province at the end of January. Well, certainly it's a shock to the system after having uh, two to three weeks of uh, very mild weather there at the tail end of uh, uh, January. Uh, certainly uh, uh, we've moved to below normal levels here this week uh, in terms of temperatures. Uh, on the eastern prairies, about three to uh, five degrees below normal. And in the western areas, a little bit milder, but still uh, one or two degrees uh, below normal in terms of the temperatures that we've been seeing. Uh, the uh, impact of these cold conditions, again, as you outline in the livestock and calving, uh, always a concern when you get into these cooler temperatures. But crops themselves, I think the biggest concern uh, right now is uh, some of the winter cereal uh, acreage that we have out there, especially in the western areas of Saskatchewan as well as parts of Alberta. Uh, where those mild uh, conditions really uh, uh, ate away at the snowpack. And, and in those areas, we already had below normal um, uh, snowpack uh, before the mild weather came. So uh, some of the winter uh, wheat and uh, rye have been uh, exposed now to uh, uh, these cooler temperatures. Uh, so we do need to see some snowfall uh, in these regions just to help protect those crops. Uh, Fortunately, it looks like next week we're going to see a, a, in southern areas of the prairies, at least anyway, a good chance uh, for some precipitation here. And it doesn't uh, really don't really need a lot to help protect the, those winter cereal crops. Just an inch or two of snow would certainly go a long way to helping reduce the impact of these cold temperatures. Bruce Burnett is a weather crop specialist at G3 Canada. We'll have more weather details later in the show with the 620 CKRM farm weather forecast. U.S. President Donald Trump says he wants to get started on talks about a possible replacement or re renegotiation of the North American Free Trade Agreement. Trump told a meeting of U.S. Senators and House Representatives yesterday that he wants to speed up the process if possible. I want to change it and maybe we do a new NAFTA and we put an extra F in the term NAFTA. You know what the F is for, right? Free and fair trade. Not just free trade. Free and fair trade because it's very unfair. Mexico has already started a 90-day consultation period with private business groups about possible changes to NAFTA. Trump has been more vocal about his displeasure with Mexican trade, but there are potential areas of concern for Canada, including agriculture. Two immediate ones come to mind with Dr. Al Musil, the research lead with Agri-Food Economic Systems in Guelph, Ontario. The one that we know about is uh, this action that's been taken against wine retailing in B.C., it's broadly anticipated that there will be some sort of trade action, yet the specific nature of it yet to be seen against the Canadian dairy industry, uh, specifically having to do with U.S. exports of diafiltered milk or milk protein concentrate. Then there are the agricultural trade areas that are not on the radar. You hate to speculate about these things, but the strategy seems to be, on behalf of the Trump administration, to sort of pick these fights and disputes and um, try and come up with wins in them relatively quickly. And in that regard, it, you know, you would think that just about uh, any industry that has a high proportion of its output exported to the United States would be vulnerable in that environment. Musil runs through some of the possibilities based on past history. 
history we know all too well that the U.S. has been prepared to bring trade actions against hogs in particular. Uh, I would be concerned about that. The other one that would be obvious would be greenhouse vegetables as uh, a trade action that they previously had, had brought. And there could be other possibilities. And again, in, in this environment, I don't think they necessarily have to have merit. Dr. Mussel suggests this is a very difficult situation for the Canadian government. He says it's entirely possible that part of the U.S. strategy is to advance so many trade issues that it will overwhelm our capacity to react, weakening our ability to effectively defend ourselves. Back in a moment. Canada has set a goal of having barley yields reach as high as 180 bushels an acre. With more, here's CJWW's Neil Billinger. The Barley 180 project is trying to push yields to the highest levels. It's being led by Steve LaRock, president of Alberta-based Beyond Agronomy. He spoke during the Sask Barley meeting at CropSphere in Saskatoon. LaRock talks about how he came up with the Barley 180 concept. And it originated from a trip to New Zealand where we looked at two-row feed barley doing over 200 bushels an acre. So spring barley doing over 200 bushels an acre. We were looking at what they were doing and it wasn't it was just a little more intensive than we are, so came back to Canada, started looking at some, doing some lit reviews and seeing what sort of research was out there, and it turned out that there were some small plot research done in the late 80s and early 90s where small plot barley was hitting 180, 190, 190 bushels an acre. So, you know, Vauxhall and Euro Canada just east of Calgary. So from there, I thought, the 180, just it's 30 miles south of me. So I thought, well, why don't we just see what we can do? Because barley has always been, uh, let's say, wheat's step cousin, <laughs> let's say, right? So we wanted to see if we can make it more profitable, just to see if we can crank our production up a little bit higher. LaRock says they looked at a number of things. So we looked at seeding rates, we looked at nitrogen rates and timing, we looked at plant growth regulators. One of the biggest risks with growing high-yielding barley is lodging, right? So that was one of the biggest things we focused on were plant growth regulators and fungicides, just to see how they all intertwine and how they all fit, and what sort of responses we could get. And uh, we started with a budget of $110 an acre, over and above, business as usual, so we could start throwing whatever we wanted at it to begin with, and then start peeling back which attributes or which uh, treatments gave us the best return. And what did they find out? We found that nitrogen has to go on early. It really, like, better off banded or if you're going to stream it on, it's got to get on before the second leaf. Barley sets its yield potential really early, unlike wheat. So we really got to get that nitrogen in the ground quickly. Uh, have to elevate our phosphorus, potassium, and our sulfur levels because when you're really aiming high, you really have to balance out your sulfur. Another one would be fungicides. A later application, if you're in a situation where there's not a ton of disease, uh, we go on early at herbicide timing, and then we go on a little bit later at just at ONS emerging. So that really helps to keep that plant green as long as possible so it fills really well. And again, plant growth regulators, although they're not registered yet, there's some coming on stream that uh, soon enough that'll change, change the way we manage barley. That's Steve LaRock with Beyond Agronomy at Three Hills, Alberta. We'll hear from Steve again tomorrow about the top three things Saskatchewan barley growers should do to increase their yield. That was CJWW's Neil Billinger. Back in a moment. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Durham is down $9.19 to $281.36. Oats are down $1.18 to $169.35. Canola is up $0.09 to $472.02. Number one red spring wheat is also up $1.74 to $233.99. 
The rest were unchanged. Feed barley, $134.14. Flax, $484.55. Yellow peas, $312. And feed wheat, $147.48. Back in a moment. The Livestock Report on The Source, 620 CKRM. Now the latest livestock quotes. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw, 2,115 at our pre-sort on Tuesday. Another 250 at our regular sale of cows and bulls on Thursday. A lot of good one-owner homegrown yearlings on offer at our Tuesday sale. Cow market didn't look like it was two to five lower this week. We do need a bounce in this board upward. Not downward like we've been seeing of, as of late. We're pre-sorting here every Tuesday except for on the long weekends here in Moose Jaw. Here's what happened at our Tuesday sale. 64 red and black steers, 533. Bring 210. The 85 red and black steers, 597 at 197 and a quarter. We sold 83 red steers. They came from the Bartels at Drake. 650-pound homegrown steers at 187. We sold another 79 of the Bartels from Drake. Black steers this time, 703 at 181. We sold 90 good red Semental cross steers from the McKims at Milestone, 829. Bring 169 and 50. The big brothers from the McKims, 69 of them, 912 at 166. Into the heifers, 523 weight tan heifers at 171 and a quarter. We sold 73 tans and Charlet heifers. They came from Terry and Carla Gravel down there into Bengoff country, 673 at 165 and 50. 102 red heifers, 585 at 160 and a quarter. 73 black heifers, 617 at 150, The good cows on Thursday, they bring from 87 to 92 to sales right up to 96. And these medium kind of hay-fed cows, they bring 80 to 89. These blemished cows are getting real hard to sell nowadays. For more market information, give Heartland Moose Jaw a call at 692-2385. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. Now here's the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the Hams Market Commentary for Friday, February 3rd. Hams sold 6000 Thursday, selling in a range of 161 to 163 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 4,000 heads, selling in a range of 162 to 164 per CKG. Hog prices for the week ending Friday, February 3rd are SIG 3, 159.45, SIG 4, 161.66, SIG 5, 160.55, Cash, 159.05, Britco 154.38, Thunder Creek 157.06, and High Life 161.23. Cash hogs today are called steady while lean hogs are trading mixed in the Canadian dollar is up 20 basis points, trading at 0.7697 cents US. Cash hogs yesterday were up 97 cents per hundred weight while the cutout was up 59 cents per hundred weight. Packer margins are currently estimated at $32 per head black. Prices over the next six months remain uncertain as there are many factors that could affect prices, including a large hog and cattle supply, uncertainty in the future of exports, and volatile exchange rates. Iowa barrows and gilts averaged 282.1 pounds for the week ending January 28th, two pounds smaller than 2016. Back in a moment with weather.